Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels in the DMs. So then it came to a point where I was like making sales from everyone that I knew. And I knew that I kind of had something because I even had like someone try to like jank my idea. No way. Like, serious. serious. How like, did that happen? Well, she was my hairstylist at the <gasps> time. This message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM. Yes, queen. <laughs> Tell us what's the vibe. There's some damsels in the DM. Yeah. Yeah. Please tell us what's the vibe. DMs, DMs, yeah, we see them. Yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs, we don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. I'm Lauren. I'm Ash. And I'm Alejandro. And today, we have a very special episode for you all. We are reporting live from LA Fashion Week. We are so excited to be here. We are part of the podcast hub, so we are going to be interviewing some really awesome designers today. We just got to see a really cool show with a bunch of different designers from all different types of backgrounds, and we're going to get to talk to some of them today. It was a cool show. Really cool. We saw, I think, maybe three or four designers come out already. And it was just, it was very different. Everyone's clothing and styles yes. were very different. So it was cool to see a variety of diverse designers as well. Also, there's a lot of women in fashion here. Um, a lot of female designers, which is really cool. We're going to have a chance to speak to these badass women. Yes. From the patterns to the colors and the textures, everything about the presentation that we saw today was absolutely magical. So I'm super pumped to dig into the heads of every single designer that's gonna come and stop by, chat with the damsels and get into it. And we really had our own women in STEM moment over here as we tried to figure out how to uh, (laughs) record in this damn studio. But we're live from the stew, everybody. So live from the stew. So we're excited to chit chat. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, damsels. So today we have Miss Nina Yoon, who is the CEO and designer of Gia. Hello, Nina. Hi, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Of course. It's so exciting to be doing this in person. We haven't had any in-person interviews since the pandemic started. So it's really great to be able to hear. Yeah. So we want to hear everything about your brand, how you got started doing it, and what brings you to LA Fashion Week. Absolutely. So I've been designing for, um, oh my gosh, maybe like 10, 10, 15 years now. I've been, I'm self-taught. I've been sewing and like deconstructing garments since I was in high school, like grade school, really. And then it just transitioned into getting onto the sewing machine and making garments. And then that led to my friends asking me to make their garments. And that transitioned into paying customers and then eventually just shifting my career altogether. I actually 
didn't study fashion at all. So it was a big career change. I'm a huge fan of being self-taught in anything. And I'm so excited that you're here to share more. But I'm also really curious, where did the name come from? Yeah, so my background is Korean. Both of my parents are immigrants of Korea. And I adopted a dog from Korea. The, oh my gosh, yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> that's so cute. They have the best dog. They're they so really cute. Do. What kind yeah. of dog do you have? He's a miniature poodle. Okay, um, cute. His name is Ernie. I was just telling them, but um, mm -hmm. he really only knows his commands in Korean. And he's oh in dog gosh. school right now. And he wasn't doing any of his commands. So I had to like write a list out with all of the Korean commands and now the dog school is all speaking in Korean. That's so funny. My dog is like, yeah, I don't care about your English. Like, speak to me in my language. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, yeah, so my uh, Korean name is Jia. So that's how I came up with my brand name and it means master of artistry. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. When did your parents move from Korea to America? So I was, I'm born in America. Yeah. So they came, um, oh gosh, I think... In their mid-20s? they And they immigrated, um, and they came to Philadelphia. And so that's <gasps> where... Oh, wait. Oh, my God. They have so much in common. <laughs> wow. Wait. Okay. So, okay. So they immigrated to York, Pennsylvania. Okay. And then okay. we lived there until, like, I don't know, when I was, like, three. Okay. And then I moved to the outer skirts of Philadelphia. Where? So North Philly. Outside of North Philly. I'm from Arkham. Cheltenham. You know, I kind so of we're like. voice. <laughs> Where did you go to the school? A's, right? It's yeah. the A's. Yeah. I'm um, Chowdham. Okay, I went to Friend Central. Do you know that? I'm it's like Friend right Central. on Central. But I know Ardmore. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, right we're neighbors. We're yeah. within I knew I liked 15 you. minutes. You really just had that vibe. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. So you're in LA now? Are yes, you? yes. Okay. So I went to USC. Um, okay, and then cool. I've been here since I went there. Okay. Yeah. So same. Um, yeah, Philly. And then I've been here for two years. I oh, wow. When I moved, um, in 2019, right before the pandemic, I quit my job and moved out here to launch my brand. What were so, you doing before? Okay, so story. <laughs> so I've been doing, making custom dresses. I've been a seamstress. I mean, wow. I do a styling. I did anything that came my way. I moved, I lived in Atlanta for a couple of years. Um, DC, but before DC, before this chapter of my life, I, I actually went to nursing school and I oh, graduated wow. with a nursing degree. Wow. And I worked at a doctor's office before all of this. Oh my God. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, so I saved up all my money. I, I never wanted to. Um, go into nursing is yeah. something kind of like my parents pushed me into. Philadelphia has so many hospitals too. I feel like so many people go into the medical field. I feel yeah, yeah. and then coming from um, my a Korean background, I don't know if um, you guys know, but like um, Korean American families, uh, well Korean families, our parents are like really um, they focus a lot on education mm -hmm. and especially. Um, when I was graduating high school back then, fashion, um, the industry wasn't as big as it is now. Yeah. So I didn't have a lot of support or understanding from my parents. They just kind of like, you know, wanted to keep it safe, sent me to nursing school and yeah. didn't really understand um, my passion or anything. It wasn't that they didn't, um, they were trying to deprive me from what I wanted to do. They just didn't really understand. They gave me an amazing childhood, mm -hmm. but that was just something that didn't connect. And I didn't know any better either. So I just kind of was being a good daughter. I went to school, I graduated, did what I was supposed to do. Um, but even throughout that, I just was sewing away, making dresses, making, you know, dresses for myself, 
my friends and that's when it kind of transitioned and I saved up money I my parents didn't even really know I make garments like it was almost it was kind of like a secret wow. <laughs> um, and I could keep it a secret because they're in Philly and I'm in DC yeah so then I graduated and I worked um, and then I remember like driving home for I don't know it was like a holiday or something and I had like a a whole um, presentation for my parents yeah like I brought all the garments that I made over the years and I did all this research of like how I'm gonna support myself mm -hmm. when I quit and everything mm -hmm. um, and that I want to pursue fashion full-time and quit my nursing job and everything and I presented it to them my mom like cried oh. and my dad like yeah it was like a full circle moment yeah, and because they, they never seen any of my sewing yeah. skills. So for them to see like one dress fully made and it was good quality and everything, they just were like in awe. And um, I told them I'm gonna move and quit my job and they don't have to pay for anything. I got it all taken care of. And this is just something I have to do for myself. And I had their full support since then. That's amazing. So, That's a beautiful yeah. story. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with <laughs> us. Also, the brand is called Gia. It's based on your Korean name. Yes. Do you feel a sense of responsibility in terms of showcasing your ethnicity through either patterns, color choices, mm -hmm. designs, or how does that tie into your work? I'm very inspired by my, my mom um, and our background. Um, I would love to one day incorporate I mean, I don't know if you guys guys have seen like our Korean um, fabrics and our um, traditional garments. Yeah. It's beyond beautiful. Yeah. Um, I would love to work with that it's called a hanbok. It's I think it's I believe it's a hundred percent silk. It's just the most beautiful, vibrant colors. I would love to incorporate that into a collection one day. And I love that you asked me that because that like just reminded me of inspiration for my new collections. So yeah, oh, I feel like we can draw upon our sources of inspiration from anything. Like yes, external forces, but within us mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. cultural background. Yeah, also. agreed. So, yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> okay, just the most important question. Are you a Wawa girly? Oh my gosh, of course. The <laughs> it's like, what, $3 or $4? Incredible deal, right? What, they don't, where do they order? stop? The they stop at like... Sandwiches from Wawa. Yeah, the sandwiches. Yeah. I mean... Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah, the best. I just had to ask. No, I yeah. coffee from Wawa is probably the best. Oh my gosh. So when did you launch your brand? I officially launched in February 2020. Cool, yes. right, before wow. the pandemic. right before the pandemic. How was that for you when you launched your brand a month before the pandemic started? Honestly, the pandemic didn't um, like rattle me, to be honest, because I knew this was something I was going to do since I was young. I had a vision and I knew I was going to do this. So nothing really deterred me or affected me, um, even the pandemic. Um, I actually did really well during the pandemic, God bless. And yeah, I'm just keep pushing forward. Aside from doing well during the pandemic, what other parts of your journey have really like surprised you? It's hard, you know, finding out the stuff. There's so many different elements that take part into building a brand. I mean, in fashion, the creative part, yeah. the business part. Um, and so because I did, don't have a network, um, I didn't go to school for it. It was just, I guess, figuring out and finding out how to put all the pieces together to keep navigating through this process. 
it's been yeah so that that's kind of hard (laughs) i was gonna say we went upstairs and got to see some of your designs and a lot of them are so like comfortable and cozy that i could see how they did so well during the pandemic like i don't know our listeners know but i live in sweatsuits so like when i went upstairs and i was like this is so soft i was like this is exactly the type of thing that i spend my money on that's that's so amazing um, to hear that's great feedback because that is the one one of the things that um i think about when i'm designing is i want practicality um you know versatility all of that because i want the the woman to enjoy what they're wearing um and everything that i design i wear and i'm super like a chill girl yes we love a chill girl (laughs) (laughs) i'm a homebody so like you know i just like to relax on my clothes i want the woman to feel good but also flattering yeah, yeah. A well we've talked about this before but fashion is really changing that it's not for women not as important to be directed to the male gaze anymore like women have really started to dress for women now mm-hmm. and I think that that's like the rise of the sweatsuit you know that women like still want to be cute but comfortable and they're not like worried about like does this look sexy because they're so comfortable in their own skin now I mean it's comfy chic yes I would describe it and I would be so comfortable wearing what you're wearing right now out to like a fancy dinner or like someone's birthday even like daytime wear and it is very versatile yeah Yeah. but yeah all of my dresses are meant to be worn with sneakers too heels sneakers like I love that yeah (laughs) dress it up or dress it down what would you say has been the biggest challenge so far that you've encountered since you started your brand I guess for me right now, I think challenges, my challenges will shift, Mm. you know, each year and each chapter I'm in, in my business. Um, Right now it would be marketing and PR. I think it's just getting my brand out there. Um, I'm self-funded and I run the business by myself. Um, So I do a lot of, I wear a lot of hats and Mm -hmm. I do, I, I, you know, resort to other avenues to make money to fund this business. So, um, I would say that I'm learning that that is also very important as a businesswoman. You yeah. have to um, invest in, you know, the marketing part of it. You know, it is a business at the end of the day, even though it is something I'm super passionate about. It's a, it's a creative project, but yeah, in order to keep feeding it, I have to think, you know, as a businesswoman. So you were able to exhibit here at LA Fashion Week. Was yes. that a challenging process or? Did it kind of come um, so this opportunity um, was presented to me and I was, any new opportunity is, you know, a little nervous for me. Um, I've never done a pop-up. I haven't done any fashion shows. I'm really, um, all of my following and my sales and clients are really organic. So um, I, I know that I need to invest in, like I said uh, earlier, um, PR and marketing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this was presented to me the correct way. I thought this was going to be a good opportunity. Absolutely. So that's that's kind of why I resorted to yeah. you know, saying yes to this um, opportunity. Yeah. What is one piece of advice that you would give like an up and coming designer, someone who has also never, you know, taken any fashion classes, didn't go to school for fashion. What's one piece of advice that you would give someone? I mean, you have to really uh, be passionate about it and be serious about it. Practice. Mm-hmm. You can break the rules. There's no right way to do anything. You follow your own path, but definitely do your research, ask questions, 
even if you um, don't have the resources or the backing, the financial backing, you can go online, you can watch YouTube videos, just do your own research and study it thoroughly. And what are some of your goals for your brands? Like what, what could things happen that for you would be like, this is when I know that I've made it? One of my goals is to be placed in a big store, I guess, mm. department store. Yeah. So that would be a cool, cool goal for me. Yeah. Well, we're definitely going to look out for your clothes. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, every time I do go yeah. to like uh, Nordstrom's or Bloomingdale's, I'm going to be like, where's Gia? <laughs> Are you allowed to buy from upstairs now? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. Yeah. And where can our listeners find you or keep up with you? Yes. So my website is www.giyea.com. My Instagram is at giyeabynina, G-I-Y-E-A-B-Y-N-I-N-A. Yay. Well, thank you so much for coming and talking with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, guys. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. I don't know about you, but the winter weather definitely takes a toll on my skin. But luckily, when I'm looking for something to leave it feeling satin smooth, I always look to Way Melrose Place Body Cream. It's fast-absorbing, so it nourishes my skin when I need it most, and hydration prevents dryness like none other. High-quality, nourishing ingredients balance my skin without stripping it or leaving any unwanted residue. Experience the new Way Melrose Place Body Cream and Body Cleanser. Your body, your way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, that's theway.com, and use code B-L-E-A-V for believe to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at theway.com, code believe. Okay, so we are here at LA Fashion Week with Maria Hildreth, who is the founder and owner of Belleria. Hello, Maria. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I am doing well, can't complain. Good. Well, we are so excited to have you here today. We would love to hear a little bit about your brand and what your inspo for starting the brand is. Yeah, so I started Bellaria 2020 literally a day, no, let's say a week before the shutdown. Uh, Yeah, it was crazy. So I like had this whole plan that I really wanted to start a business because I worked in tech at that time. It was like 
seven years in tech. Oh, wow. um, now it's like literally nine years, almost 10 years in tech. <laughs> <laughs> so I knew as being a female, you know, it's always good to be able to have your own. And I've been under just male domination for so long that I was just like, I really just needed my own. I needed to break free and oh, yeah. I need it, right? And I just yeah. needed something that I could express myself. Also, too, I could help other people. And, you know, I love fashion. So I decided to create a fitness or athleisure and swimwear line. My goal was to create an affordable swimwear line, an affordable fitness line, because everything out there is a little bit overpriced, mm-hmm. <laughs> saturated, a lot yeah. of black leggings, a lot of yeah. navy leggings, yeah. <laughs> and it's all the same thing. And But yeah. the thing is, is that reason why people go to Lululemon is because it's great quality. Mm-hmm. So my goal was I needed to create something affordable. So I started this brand, also too, to be a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Put into a little nest egg there. Um, started this brand and it literally started in my living room in Long Beach, California. I'm originally Amazing. from Detroit. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm, I'm really from uh, from Detroit. Really? So, Which yeah. part? Well, I lived in Farmington Hills. But okay. I lived in the city. Really? And we're serving. Yeah. Okay. Oh I'm That's from so Detroit. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I had to throw that in there because I don't want people to think like, "Oh, I'm an LA native." No, I am yeah. not. I am Detroit to the core. Um, I am a hundred percent from Detroit, the city. <laughs> um, so I wanted. That was my goal. Was it was hot in my living room at home from work because they made everyone stay at home during COVID. Yeah, and it was like literally a godsend. But I was freaking out because. I started this business not to be an online business only. Right. I started this business to get out there and to meet people and tell people about my brand. And I literally couldn't leave from my living room because everyone was going to catch this virus. So yeah. I just cramped in and I just started telling all my friends and family about what I was doing, even my hairstylist at the time. And I was just like, yo, this is what I'm doing. Would you like a pair of leggings? <laughs> literally. I was, and I, my friends who I knew from the modeling industry... I would give them leggings and send them pieces to say, just model it. And I even made a janky little photo studio in my room <laughs> with the white wall and a ring camera. And I took all my own pictures because I couldn't oh. do photo shoots because of COVID. Right. So I like if anyone looks at my Instagram, if you scroll all the way down, like it's seriously from the get-go janky bedroom photos i did look ever. at your yeah. instagram but it did not look like that okay. when i did my two second look but i guess if i scroll all scroll the way down, down girl yeah. scroll <laughs> like scroll down but everybody liked those pictures because i was like literally doing all my tiktoks and yeah. everything so i was trying to like have fun with it so then it came to a point where I was like making sales from everyone that I knew. And I knew that I kind of had something because I even had like someone try to like jank my idea. No way. Like, I'm dead serious. How like, did that happen? Well, she was my hairstylist at the <gasps> time. But she'll say, I paid for those leggings. Okay, so what? You paid for those leggings, but you still tried to steal my idea. Which is so much worse. Exactly. Yeah. So. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping you're not still going to her to get oh, your hair no. done. Oh, no, 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 no. This girl that I go to now is absolutely fabulous. Wait, so you're, but, she, like, you gave her a pair of leggings. Yeah. And then she starts her own brand? Yeah, she wanted to, like, partner. She Then she, what she did, so I told her no. I said, this is not going to work. Okay, Literally, yeah. I was only six months into my business. Why would I partner with anyone? I don't even know what the hell I'm doing. Right. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, no, but, you know, if you do have... I I said, how about this? And eventually, you can be a an um, influencer or what did they call it? A brand, brand ambassador. Oh yeah. I was like, you can do that. And maybe I'll give you like a percentage or something like that off. And she wanted a percentage of the cut. You know, so oh, I was yeah. like, mm, I was like, well, maybe you'll get like a little ten percent or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But it's not going to be a percentage. So I thought that we squashed it. Literally. <laughs> I am like still stressed trying to figure out how to navigate my brand and get it out there. I see a message on Instagram where not a, a message, a post that popped up and it says she's modeling my clothes and she says, yeah, athlete, um sportswear coming soon. Whoa. Wearing wow. your clothes. Wearing my clothes. Wow. When I already told her no. Like, Dude. no. <laughs> oh, how? My God. How yeah. did you navigate that, and how were you able to, like, shut it down? For the words? So, so my friends, because I was like, I can't deal with this. You know what? <laughs> like, right now. <laughs> so, one of my good friends, two of my good friends, they actually messaged her. They went on that post, and they say, hey, isn't this Bellaria? Hey, isn't this, like, isn't this Maria's clothes? And she goes, oh, yeah, we're supposed to work together. And then I literally, you know, was like, no, we're not. And so I blocked her from everything. I wow. stopped going to her for hair. And I mind you, I was going to her for my hair for 10 years. <gasps> I hope she has a lot of followers. No, it was like 10 200. years? Yeah, yeah, 10 years since wow. I came to Los Angeles. I know, like, you would think, but she was so desperate at the time because her salon closed and stuff, so she was so desperate to, like, make more money in different avenues. Instead of, like, letting me build and let me build, she wanted her way in. So, anyways, that was a huge derail, so that's when I knew the light bulb went off, like, okay, I've got something here. Yeah. That's what it was. Because yeah. I'm like, if people are stealing your stuff, yeah. and they really yeah. want something so bad, if they can see it more than you can see it, then now you well, know. Isn't you it saying, something. like, copying is the highest form of flattery? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. So I'm doing something right. And then I looked at it, and I was like, okay, now I need to really focus on my brand and how I can make it better. It was still the early stages. I'm always thinking about how to make it better. So, again, when I found it, Bellaria... I wanted everything to be colorful. As you guys saw, yes. like, everything is, like, Gorgeous. colorful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, by the way, her stuff is very cute. Yeah, definitely go check her out because I want to buy some of your stuff. Thank it looks you. very comfortable. And I love what you were saying. I mean, look at that. You were yeah, saying, yeah, I yes. love what you were saying about the quality because it's so true. Because sometimes, like, I'll be shopping at various athleisure brands and I'll be like, yeah, this stuff is really cute, but it's not as good quality as Lululemon. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, I don't like as much how I look in the Lululemon stuff, but I still feel like when I'm sweating, the quality is better. Yeah. So it's perfect that you have molded both of these problems that mm -hmm. people are having and mm -hmm. you found the perfect solution. Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that a lot of my customers, they always tell me I shop Lululemon because the quality and because they give me a free legging for free if something happened to yes. my, it's the warranty, right? Yes. 
Um, and I was like, hmm, that's a good idea. Maybe I should start doing that. So I'm looking into doing that with my pieces as well. But I noticed that I walked into Lululemon, and I've never walked into a Fabletics. Completely, totally two different brands, right. but they're also athleisure brands. Lululemon is fantastic with their quality. That's the reason why they keep their customers. Most people don't like the style. Yeah. So I get people who shop from Lululemon, and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, your leggings are only $24.90 or $27.90. Oh, my gosh. Like, I need all of them. Yeah. So they'll, like, hoard everything and just, like, buy everything, and I'm making, like, these huge sales, and I'm just like, oh, and then I, I'm curious to ask them why. They're like, because we love your colors. We mm. love the way that they look. I love the acid wash. The acid wash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm obsessed with it. It yeah. reminds me of jeans almost. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Thank you. So I, um, that's what really took me to another level with my brand. It was like, okay, so I know that I can be better than Fabletics. Also be an African-American. Yes. I wanted to bring more people into my brand and know like, okay, we have an African-American brand here that has just as good quality as Lululemon, colorful, fun pieces, because um, Fabletics do have fun pieces, mm -hmm. but I'm not big on their quality. That's just yeah. me personally. I agree. Yeah. Yes. Like, it looks great on pictures. Like, you go yeah. on their Instagram, like, oh my gosh, it's just like so cute, like their leopard print and everything, yeah. but it's just not... I get a lot of people say, oh, yeah, a button fell off or, yeah. you know, a seam just came loose. Or, or sweat stains. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I was like, okay, how can I kind of meet the best of both worlds? Great, um, you know, prices and good quality and also to stylish and affordable, comfortable, beautiful clothing. And I think about it this way, too. We kind of, me and my friend, we were talking, and she said something interesting. She was like, Bellaria is the brand that you can go from the gym to stilettos. Mm. Yes, I love, love Yes, <laughs> yes. So, like, if you're out at the gym and you're like, okay, I just want to go and meet my girlfriends, and you want to strap on a pair of strappy sandals, you can do that Hell with Bellaria. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what I... So your brand really started, like, around the time of the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh-huh, yeah. Did you notice, like, any changes in mm -hmm. your business? Or Yeah, so I'd love to hear that. 100%. Yeah. So I noticed that a lot of not just African Americans were buying from me, and it still is today. Like, I get a lot of Caucasians, I get a lot of Hispanics, I get a lot of Asians, I get everyone that's just like, oh, you're an African-American-owned business, I want to buy from you. Mm -hmm. I want to buy from you. We actually did a pop-up at Manhattan Village in Manhattan Beach. I was like, this is not going to work out for me. That's what my thoughts were. I was just like, they're just not going to like me. <laughs> it is a very different specific so crowd good. in Manhattan Beach. And I live in Newport Beach. And oh, I'm just okay. like, right? So you know. I know, right? So yeah. I'm just like, oh, this is not good. But they loved it. It was, It took two hours. They were walking by, walking mm -hmm. by. And then they were like, I, I, it was so busy that my table looked like chaos. Wow. But what I'm saying is most of these women that were buying for me were Caucasian. Yeah. Most of them. Yeah. And some Asians. But it was very, very... Um, it was lovely to see, and I, I remember a lady told me, she said, you know, I'm buying from you um, because I like what you do. Keep doing what you're doing, and we need more like you. Mm. Yes. That, helped, that, like, touched my heart yes. to hear it from her. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I hear it from my, my sisters, my own people, but to hear it from her, I was yeah. like, thank you. And, they, and everybody kept saying, they were so welcoming, like, when are you coming back? When are you coming back? We want you here. 
Yeah. So this well, next. the clothes speak for themselves, but it helps that you're so lovely to help speak for them. Well, thank you. <laughs> we were actually walking past your stall, um, not realizing that you're one yes. of the creators that we were going to interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like we had, I had your Instagram. Oh, I had really? sent it to them, and I was yeah. like, this is one of the people that we're going to talk to. But then we walked by ourselves, and I was like, oh, this is yeah, cute. This is great. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, Kachita told me, she was like, we have someone that's going to want to, um, you know, record a podcast with you. I was like, oh, okay. And so when you guys said that, I was like, oh, you're the one that she told yeah. me about, like, last week. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, for me, it's such a joy to be able to tell other people about the brand. I'm not, and I, I want people to know, like, yeah, of course, we all have a business to, you know, make a, a money and a nest egg for ourselves, right? But it's not, for me, it's not about the markup. And that's something that the reason why everything is so affordable and people drop to the floor when they hear the prices because I'm like, no, or I grew up, I grew up in Detroit. We didn't have very much when I grew up where I grew up. So I remember what it was like not to have new clothes going yeah. to school and different mm-hmm. things. And, you know, even though I had both parents, it was still very difficult to afford things, even for my mom, just to buy new clothes yeah. for herself because she was looking out for me. Well, in school is so tough because you're comparing yourself to so many other kids and there's yeah. so many different economic backgrounds. 100%. But I remember being there and, like, you yeah. know, some girls had all of the newest, like, juicy couture sweatsuits. Exactly. And you're like, I wish I could have those. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I want Bellaria to be just as big as Lululemon or Juicy Couture and to still be affordable. I don't want to hike my prices up to $100 for a pair of leggings because the person that's like me will not be able to afford yeah, it. Right. Bottom line, it doesn't matter where I live. It's just, it's, it's, it makes sense not to do that to people. I really admire the perseverance that you have described today. And Thank you. It is really an honor to be in the presence of women in business here during yeah. this Thank episode you. and just during this experience. Mm-hmm. What have you enjoyed most about LA yeah. Fashion Week? Oh my gosh, meeting new people like you guys. Aww. I I'm dead serious with you because I didn't, it was funny, I was telling a friend last night, I was like, uh, I don't expect anything going into this. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, whatever happens is whatever happens. And I'm a blessed to be able to sit here and speak to you guys because I never thought that I would be where I am today. Mm-hmm. Two years, it's only been two years, so I can only imagine what 10 is gonna look like, oh, but, yeah. right? So yeah. I am so thankful that the people that walked past my booth, you guys who stopped by my booth, I'm thankful to be able to have this podcast. To me, this is a huge opportunity, so thank you for well, allowing me to Thank you for that. talking to us. Yeah. Where can our listeners keep up with you? Yeah. And buy your merchandise? Absolutely. How do you, how do you find you? So, Bellaria.co. Dot com was taken. I tried. Of course it was. Yes. That's how you know you have a good name. Right? (laughs) So it was B-E-L-L-A-R-I-A dot co. And then you can follow me on Instagram. So it's B-E-L-L-A-R-I-A dot online. Awesome. Cool. And I actually, last question before we part ways. What was your inspiration behind the name? Where did Bellaria come from? Oh, yeah. So it actually... (laughs) It took me like weeks to figure this out. And um, it came behind my name. So it actually means beautiful Rhea. My name is Maria. So Aww. it can be beautiful anybody. Beautiful Leah, beautiful Michelle, beautiful whoever. You know, and that's what I wanted it to be titled as. Like, we're all beautiful. So beautiful Rhea. My niece's name's Rhea. Really? Yeah. So it's beautiful Rhea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> beautiful. I love that. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure, and good luck with 
everything. I'm definitely gonna go buy your stuff because I need some new workout clothes that are affordable and cute. She doesn't, but she's gonna buy them. I don't need any more, but I want some. Well, come on by. I was looking at your outfit. I was like, oh my gosh, a little tennis skirt. I told her. I was like, this outfit is tennis chic. Yes, very tennis chic. Yes. (laughs) Then you have to watch out for us on the runway on Friday at 7. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're going to be over at the Majestic. Okay. Our spring collection is going to be debuting. Sweet. Love that. Thank you. Thank you, Maria. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. DMs, DMs. We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.